Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quite dear to me, I have to say, but recommend that album. You can pick it up in the White Horse or contact them at any stage. The White Horse Guitar Club. Love that. And if you have other suggestions for love songs or otherwise you'd like us to include in sort of our, not quite, but a little bit of a twist on Valentine's this morning, well then you know you can text or WhatsApp at any stage to 0833 96 96 96. Now how many of you are parents who were just beyond grateful for RTE starting the school hub when lockdown started? Do you remember those days? Every single day, three teachers set up a virtual classroom and they taught lessons aimed at the junior, middle and senior ends of primary school. And Ray Cuddehy had the job of starting off every day with the younger kids, connecting with them on TV. And because I was missing my infants so badly, I used to keep an eye on what was going on so we could chat about it sometimes in our Zooms. And while Ray is part of a brilliant new show called Dream Factory, coming to the Everyman Theatre this week, when we had our chat the other day, I had to drag him back just briefly to those very early lockdown days on Tilly just to simply tell him how brilliant I thought he was. Ray, I just have to start off by talking about the school hub because besides doing the show here on the Sunday morning, obviously my day job is a primary teacher. That's my buzz. That's my life. And junior infants to second class was my group in a two teacher school at the time when lockdown happened and when I first met you on the screen and I have to say a personal thank you to you for the joy, the love, the care and the warmth and the everything that you brought to particularly that young age in the school hub, which is where so many people would have come across you first. And looking back on that now, I mean, like my Facebook feed is full of so many sort of memories of three years ago and two years ago. Isn't it amazing what that did? Yeah, it was it was a pretty crazy time. Just like you, I was I was a primary school teacher. No, I was only subbing at the time. I actually wasn't qualified even that long. I'd only qualified the previous autumn time. But I had worked previously in puppetry and with RTE Junior and things like this. So when lockdown happened, and of course there's absolute confusion if you cast your mind back, it was a very strange time. And then I got a call from RTE Junior who said, You've just qualified as a primary school teacher, haven't you? And I said, yeah. And they're saying, we're, we're thinking of putting school on television. And of course, I was fresh out of cutting edge training and stuff like that. And like really up to date like techniques and kind of creative techniques of teaching. And I was really inspired by that. And I said, absolutely. Teaching will definitely work on television. It was kind of a two way thing then as well, because it, it was a very stripped back production and it was a very slow production. But I think that's what kids liked about it it was so it had that strange mix of 
beautiful little creativity and simplicity, but then it also had the normality reassurance because yeah. all it was was me standing in front of a whiteboard. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was really simple. But it was because kids recognized what it was. Hey, a teacher standing in front of a whiteboard talking to me. And like, so it was kids plugged into it straight away. Yeah, but you did more than just stand in front of the whiteboard, Ray. Let's face it, you did you did everything and anything. And it was just a joy to see your lessons. And I have to say huge, huge, huge congratulations, not just to all the team, but like I said, in particular to you. And one of the things I loved about your manner on the school hub was you didn't present to the children. You talked to the children and then you'd ask questions and and listen and leave an appropriate amount of time for children to be talking to their tellies at home. And you nodded as if you could hear them and they knew that you could hear them because they knew you were listening. You really got that through. And I just thought it was one of the most wonderful interactive things I, I ever saw was some of those quiet moments where you were just nodding and listening to the children of Ireland chatting back to you. Thanks a million. Well, there's there's two things of that, you see, because like because I was a television Oh, well, um, you know, this is an industry secret now. Like, but because I'm a puppeteer, what it was for me was like the first time I ever stood up. You know what I mean? So it was the first time on television <laughs> that I was actually seen above the table. You know what I mean? So like yes. it was so like I had all that experience and, yeah. and that and that. And somebody told me, they said, man, you got puppet energy. You're, you're like basically you're ah. just a walking, talking puppet. You know? <laughs> and then it. the other thing is that like I love, you know, I love creative television. So like. I mean, yeah, we were, I was doing stuff like me staring at the camera that my director and producer were saying, we can't do this. This doesn't work. And I was like, just let Trust it, it, it will work. I love creative stuff. I, I know I'm getting very high minded and carried away with myself, but I love Andy Kaufman. I love the way he yes. played with the medium like that. Yeah. And this was the opportunity. And because it's kids, you've got a very accepting audience. You know what I mean? It, again, it works both ways. So like kids would really buy into that interactivity in the way that, that adult TV makers and probably adult viewers wouldn't buy into as readily, you know? Well, teacher and role and all that sort of stuff, you brought everything to it. And that sense of play, I think, that sense of play is what shone through and what makes you a perfect fit for a production here with the Lords of Strut coming to the Everyman. Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued with the description on the Everyman website of this particular show because it seems to have every element in the kitchen sink thrown into it with a story arc. It's not simply bam, bam, sort of circus, acrobatic madness. There is a story arc in everything going along in this. Yeah. Now, it, it is all of those things exactly. Like, like it is bedlam. It is absolute craziness. <laughs> and it is musical theatre. It is circus. It is trapeze. It is drama. It is puppets. It is soft. It's, it's, there's heart in it. There's all of those things. It's very hard to describe. It's like... And even like like we're just landing in rehearsals now, getting ready for the first show, which is like it's still a work in progress. And what you're going to see at the Everend Theatre on the 18th and 19th of February is 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 still the work in progress. But like it's just such a massive idea because what the Lords of Strut did was they got people from all different disciplines, from dance backgrounds, from singing backgrounds, myself from puppetry. They got trapeze artists, they got aerial dancers, the acrobats, and just all of these things and put them together to do exactly that to, to play so the whole thing that was devised through play and then of course with gary gmc beats as another cartman then as well he put all his musical score together and there's dance and then there's choreography so everyone's doing stuff that's natural to them 
but everyone is trying and teasing out new stuff that's not natural to them as well. So it's really collaborative <laughs> wow. and it all comes together in this mad cacophony because, I mean, let's say like the Lords of Strut, I mean, they're very much associated with Cork and you'd have seen them busking on Patrick Street and all that stuff years ago. And like they never go halfway. So mm. it's just it's just the largest strut multiplied by a thousand and massive because it's, it comes from play. You know, everything is crack and comedy and great fun. And it's but it is just bedlam. I still can't believe what we're about to do. <laughs> when you say that everyone is doing things that they're comfortable with, and obviously you're coming from so many other strands we were chatting about, but what's the kind of uncomfortable stretch out of your comfort zone that this show is throwing at you then? Well, like someone who, who you're familiar with as well is, is Ruth Berkeley is in this show. And she's like, she's got a really a, like a fabulous background in professional musical theatre. Now, I'm not a musical theatre dude, right? So I have to find myself doing all this choreography where all, every single movement of the body is perfect and in rhythm and in sync with everybody. And like, I'm a bit of a turnip kicker from Donrell, you know what I mean? This isn't this isn't my natural <laughs> kind of like way to be, you know what I mean? So like I find myself I'm the you know, the guy at the back, you know, <laughs> who looks like he's just I don't know, he looks like he's just after walking out of his field. You know what I mean? So like I just kind of like I'm trying to catch up with everybody. Ray, you're hilarious. That's just modesty now. Get away out of that. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I tell you like we'll see how we get on in the everyman, you know what I mean? Work in progress ahead uh, of everybody. I'm definitely a work in progress anyway. Like again, it's fun to stretch yourself like that, you know, and it's and that's that's the challenge for me then buying into that it's an ensemble crew and the ensemble becomes a team and then that becomes really special and like and we're really feeling that now this week in the first week of rehearsals you know that thing of coming together and and relying on each other and you know really feeding off one another's energy like that is so important and really it's a supportive place so like yeah and it has to be like that because the show is is so ambitious that it's just so exciting it is a family show. This is a show for the whole family, but it also is a show with a message. So protecting our world and, you know, minding nature and that sort of thing is part of the, the arc of the, the story going through it. So, you know, hugely appealing to children who are on a, on a mission to save the planet and everything like that, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It doesn't take itself massively serious, but it does have that edge to it. And I think that most things that are created for kids now always have some kind of slant, but this is definitely over the top. This is about the climate crisis. This is about sustainability. This is about a circular economy. You know what I mean? It's about the important things that the up and coming generation recognize straight away and that should feel empowered about and they should feel passionate about. And I think all that passion that we're putting into this play and then we're, we're like we're walking as well as talking it like, you know what I mean? The, the entire production is set up around this. Like, like I cycled into this morning and you know, people arriving in public transport and stuff like that. Yeah, it's the central part of the show. And so it's all set around this little fictional town called Bally Plastic. So immediately you see that like, yeah, it's 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 a very it's a, bit, a little bit over the top, you could say. And then there's a factory called the Dream Factory, which supplies everybody with their stuff. And this is the whole thing of consumerism. So stuff, stuff, yeah. people are mad into consuming stuff. And then there's, but there's a rebel or even there's not even one rebel. There's a few rebels in the mix then as well. And it's that this it's the clash of ideals then that comes out. So it's it's pretty explosive stuff, but it's great. Well, listen, the best of luck with the production. Two nights only, as you said. This is a show that is apparently due to go on tour in twenty twenty four. So this is sort of its first walk out and perfect in time for the February midterm and all that sort of thing as well. So 
you being pushed out of your comfort zone, maybe not onto the trapeze, but definitely to a bit of everything else. Like to be fair, right? You you know your versatility and everything like that has meant you've got loads of opportunities and doors that have opened up but you have to be the right person in the right place at the right time in order to walk through them and make them work exactly and in, in this case with the right crew around me as well you well, know there's, there's a really that. a special crew yeah yeah like i mean for an audience in cork to get a sneak preview of this show that makes them part of the crew as well like so like we're really pleased to to bring it to cork and there's a strong cork element in the show as well we're very excited to bring it to the home crowd brilliant right thank you so much thanks a million Albury. Corks 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked, and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes, the great taste of home. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.